folks, to the March 2022 edition of K-Pop Recap. I'm the only living fanboy with my host, Kang Song Chun. Hello, everybody. It's good to be here for another month. Today, we have with us our guests, Tim the K-Pop Dragon Klein and the Savage Chuck Loridans. This is going to be a really fun ride. First, you're going to hear from my co-host Kung, then me, then Tim, and finally Chuck, as we discuss each one of the amazing girl group comebacks we had in March of 2022. We're going to kick it off with Cherry Bullet, Love in Space. I thought it was a pretty good follow-up to Love So Sweet, even though a lot of people have said that they think it's a recycled version of that same song. Um, I don't, I can see it to an extent, but I don't completely agree with that. Uh, the one thing I did notice is that there are a lot of references to space and the cosmos and everything, but there were really no standout visuals for those references. Um, May happens to be my bias in the group, and my impression was it seemed to me, and I could be wrong, that she got a little bit more screen time in the video than she normally does get. But there were a lot of good visuals. I enjoyed the choreo. The styling was gorgeous, especially the uh, leather outfits at the beginning. Those were good. But um, I think overall, I think it's a good follow-up. I don't really have any overall negative complaints for it. I thought it was a fantastic follow-up to Love So Sweet. I really like what Chiwon and Chading were doing in the verse. Just that, that fast kind of spitting out, almost rapping style of singing was really, really cool in my opinion. Um, a really fun video. My only complaint would be that they kind of took the formula from Love So Sweet and tried to repeat it. There is even the exact same melody in one place. So that would be my only real beef with this song, um, is that they just kind of, they wanted to repeat the success of Love So Sweet because it was a big song last year. That was a big song, Love So Sweet. So I felt they were just trying to market on the past success of that song of Love So Sweet. So, you know, Love So Sweet, Love Blank Blank, Love In Space, you know, they are trying to repeat that formula. And that's my only complaint. But other than that, I absolutely adored the song. Fantastic song, fun video, great group, Cherry Bullet. You gotta check it out. I think it's one of their best songs. It's one of my personal top three, along with Hands Up and Love So Sweet. I think the sky is the limit for them. I wish they would have more than just one comeback a year but i understand why i mean the company that they're with is not a huge company like say like sm entertainment or jyp but i think that they are putting out some great hits as of late so let's keep it going number one she's a maniac maniac on the dance floor 80s montage great 80s energy and i like that because i'm from the 80s number two awesome cat antics number three not enough story number four 
it was a song about space, but the video didn't have anybody in space. I felt that was kind of a letdown. I wanted people in space. I wanted spaceships and space helmets and so forth. Anyway, aside from that, number five, really fun choreography and costumes. Uh, number six, some good sets and some cheap sets that look like cheap prom decorations. Uh, and let me let me say that uh, I really have tried to adopt the philosophy of only promoting what I love and not talking about things I might not like. But as this is a, a review show, uh, I, I want to say that uh, just because something doesn't appeal to me, that doesn't mean I think it's bad. It's just that is taste. There is no right and wrong in taste. Everybody has their own taste in things. Up next, we have Purple Kiss with Meme M. What can you say about Purple Kiss? They just seem to get better with each release. I found the whole song to be anthemic in nature, which is one of the things I love the most about some of the songs that are out there is that they they don't sound like anything other than a full-blown anthem. And that's how this one came across to me. The concept of mind control and memory access, things like that, I thought was good too. Um, the visuals were incredible. The, I love the bass line on this one. It was just awesome. But... This was, you know, this is just another good follow-up for them. And they, like I said, they just keep getting better and better with each release. To me, the video really stood out with this song, more than the actual music, the song itself. Uh, the video, the sets were really, really cool. Really fun, changing between these different sets. Almost, I get kind of the vibe there, like inside of some kind of a mechanical animal. You see this brain scan, which really throws things off. There's these mirrors. But I get this almost Empire Strikes Back. They're going into this beast. They're inside this cave like it's a living animal. That's kind of the vibe that I got from some of these sets. Yet there's like this whole... There's some kind of mechanics. There's a mechanical element to it. It's like a mechanical beast, maybe. Not a living beast, but a mechanical beast. Just a really fun video for me. Uh, Purple Kiss always comes through. I personally like the B-sides better, but still, fantastic song, really cool video, um, really gets you thinking, it gets you thinking, uh, watching this video, what all these, these strange sets could mean, and they really executed it in a nice way, where it wasn't just the switching between sets that we see a lot, it actually was something with some substance, it felt really cool, really intriguing. Uh, almost science fiction-like, but not not too heavy-handedly. It's not it's not layered on so much like some videos you'll see, which is which is okay and which is fun. I love science fiction, but there's something science fiction-y about it, but it's not blatantly science fiction. So I get this vibe like they're in this like living cave or something, but yet it's mechanical. A really interesting vibe uh, for this song. In my opinion, I think this is probably their best song so far. I think that the sky is the limit for them, obviously. A lot of people didn't like this song, at least some people that I had talked to, that they're just not interested in Purple Kiss yet. Mainly because they feel like this concept that they're doing, or just the music overall, is not very interesting. I heartily disagree with that because I think that they're one of the best groups out there. They just need more people to check them out. 
because they put out some quality songs and the music videos are always fun, interesting, and just pretty amazing. So if you haven't really checked out Purple Kiss, please do. They are definitely worth it. Now on to Brave Girls with Thank You. I have to start off by saying that for Brave Girls and Thank You that I'm just so proud of my babies. For them to come all the way from the Make Star project that I was part of back in 2016 for Roland, for that song to come back and reignite their careers, I just think is just great. So, and everything that they've done since the resurgence has been just awesome. You can see the group's chemistry. Uh, they they just basically play off each other so well. Um, and of course, you, John, whenever she smiles, I mean, you just forget it. I mean, she lights up a room. It's one reason why she earned the nickname of Squirtle. But then again, we have to remember that Yeri of Red Velvet is also the first one to ever really get tagged with the Squirtle name, but I don't care. They can both have it. Uh, the song, it had a late 80s R&B feel to it, which absolutely connected with me. I love that. The um, choreo was perfect along with the styling. And I just, I just think it was a good shout out, thanking the fans for hanging in there with them and being there to help celebrate their resurgence, their resurgence and any kind of success that they're going to draw off of that. So I'm not the world's biggest fan of Brave Girls. Um, but this song that they did, thank you, a tribute to their fans. I like it. And I think it's always great when you see groups do tribute songs for their fans. I wish more groups could have the opportunity to do so. So check out this song, Thank You by Brave Girls. It's a good one. It is the second favorite of the groups that I don't follow. Uh, number two, fun disco mixed with 80s synth pop. Basically my youth. All the, this is the, the sound I grew up with. And it's one of the things I love about the K-pop that I love is that they take the best from all genres of music and mix it perfectly. And this song does that. Uh, number three, don't care that there was no story all of the music video was fun to watch. Now it's time to discuss an empowering anthem, G-Idol's Tomboy. Well, for Tomboy, I think that this would be one of my favorite songs for the month. Um, I'm not overall a big fan of rock music in general, but I definitely loved how this one sounded, the beat, and the way it was just basically mixed and put together. It was just awesome. Um, Never really had much of a bias, I mean, a bias picked out for the group because I loved their debut, but I didn't really get into too much of anything they did afterwards. But this is just awesome. So at this point, I'm kind of looking to sign for the bias, and Minnie's going to be in the background wrecking everything. Um, it definitely had a lot of attitude, and I can, you know, I appreciate the attitude without going overboard. Uh, like some of the Western artists do. Because, I mean, there's one thing to 
express a particular attitude over something, then there's another just be out raw foul and filthy mouthed about it. You know, the way they worked this one out, I thought was great. And adding the beep just added to the attitude of the song. Um, this would be their first one without Sujin. And out of respect to her and the nonsense that ensued, I'm not going to even discuss why she's not with the group. I just think it was wrong and she belongs with the group. Uh, the song kind of reminded me, too, of the revenge-style song that Wonder Girls had. Uh, I believe the title was Why So Lonely, where all four of the girls were um, betrayed by one particular guy. And in the end, they wound up doing him in. So I thought it was kind of funny. It reminded me of that. Um, this is coming off their first full album, I Never Die. And I didn't bother to check it out just yet, but I had heard something that it was said that this could be the last call for the group if this album isn't successful. Well, I hope that's not the case, but I thought this was basically a perfect song all the way around. With the visuals, the music, the styling, everything. I just, I just thought it was a perfect one. Wow, what a powerful message from G-Idol. A phenomenal song. I just, I love the rocky elements to it. You know, it's it's very rock, but it's still pop. It's kind of that power pop thing. Because um, I'm not a big fan of the, you know, like the modern rock, overly distorted guitars kind of thing. I like some distortion, I like some crunch, you know, but just not... Not too much, and this does a nice has a nice way of doing that. It has a good blend of the pop and the rock. It's had a very strong message. Just a great um, showcase for the members' talents. Uh, Soyeon just does it again. You know, she's a phenomenal rapper, uh, really a star idol in the K-pop scene, and the video was really cool. Uh, it has sort of the explosions that we've seen like in Senorita before with G-Idol. So it is a very G-Idol-esque. It maintains their feel. Uh, the Barbie doll sequence reminded me of the, of the Ken doll, rather. Oh, Barbie doll and Ken doll. Reminded me of uh, You're So Gay by Katy Perry. Her like breakout hit back in 2007. Really uh, brought back uh, memories of that. It really called back to that, in my opinion. Just, uh, which was, you know, a very powerful sort of message, I guess, at that time, you could say. Um, and, you know, it was it was a big hit for her, and it, it launched her into stardom, and this is a song that, you know, they felt like they were kind of going out G-Idol, and now it's like this is going to be maybe a renaissance for them, very much like I said with Brave Girls. This is sort of maybe the coming back uh, for G-Idol after the bullying scandal and everything. This could be a new uh, chapter, a new page in their story. I'm not feeling it i'm not super into it and i, I don't know why and maybe I, and maybe it's the first comeback without sujin because she right before they came back cube entertainment came out and said yeah she's out of the group we're letting her go from her contract because of the bullying scandal which by the way was never proven to be true or not true i honestly felt like they gave up on fighting for her that's just how I feel. I'm sure there's people that are happy that she's out of the group because they just want to go with what people say nowadays. Like, you're a bad person if you did this, that, or the other when you were a teenager. So, 
it is what it is. I hope Sujin gets a second chance. I really do. But like I was saying earlier, for me, I'm not into Tommy Boy. I know a lot of people love this song and think it's great. But for me, it's just okay at best. And I'm glad that they had very good success with this song. This was just exceptional. This is, uh, and I know it was written by one of the members. Very, it very much evokes the uh, the Riot Girl movement of the '90s. Uh, Take no prisoners attitude in the song. The rap parts are great. Uh, just their attitude the whole way through, and also is very important these days um, when gender is very much in question and people's right to their own interpretation of their gender. This song is very important. The lyrics, uh, neither man nor woman. Uh, very positive message because, you know, we all don't have to fit into these little niches. So I was very proud of them to come out and speak on that with such a fun video. And the video itself had a very uh, 60s, 70s exploitation feel to it that uh, Quentin Tarantino is so fond of. So, yeah, I really love Tomboy by G-Idle. Moving on, we're going to discuss a sort of seminal change in the weekly catalog with Ben Para. Not only does it bring a new look for weekly, it also is the first song that actually has gotten my attention from the group. Now I know they're from the same company as my uh, ultimate group, uh, A-Pink, but I don't know. They've been good, but it's just not anything that's really caught me. But with this release, so it's definitely gotten my attention. I've been listening to it a few more times. I like the strong beat in it. Uh, the music is really very good. Uh, the go- it had gorgeous visuals and styling in there. And definitely love the choreo that came along with that. But I don't have a whole lot really to say on it because I haven't really been following Weekly all that much. So there's no comparisons or anything for me to add at this point. Um, but for me, it definitely was very enjoyable, and I'll continue to keep looking at weekly as things go on, but this would definitely be a must-buy for me. This was a very powerful MV. The song was so unique. It was different than what we've seen from, or rather what we've heard from weekly in the past. However, it really grabbed me, and I, I'm not really even a big fan of Weekly, I'll be honest with you. But there was something that really pulled me in about this track and the video. I mean, what can I say about the video? It's very powerful. It's all about this star. There's this big burning star that is kind of the central focal point throughout the video. It's, you know, it's, I love space theme stuff. And, you know, it's not, it, you know, they're not wearing space suits, it's not overly spacey but it really does encompass uh, the space theme, this, this star. And that's what I love about it. It's just, like I said, and the song is just phenomenal too. The song has been stuck in my head. And I'm not even, like I said, I'm not even a weekly fan for that matter, uh, really. I mean, I, this stuff's okay. I like it, but I've never really taken the time to get into them. But this is just, it's, it's stuck in my head. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, song and video. It's a new direction for them. I can only see great things in the future for Weekly here. Um, 
you know, A-Pink's little sisters, a great uh, group out of PlayM. I just haven't had time to really dive into them because there's so many great groups out there. But yeah, I absolutely love this. Amazing song. But what blows my mind is that nobody, well, at least the super hardcore weekly fans, don't like it. They liked what they were doing prior to this, the cute, fun, bubbly, bubblegum pop kind of thing. But this is such a phenomenal song. I love the concept change. I love everything about it. I'm still listening to it on practically repeat. I just, I mean, I mean there's so much potential with them going forward with this girl crush concept if they choose to do so i mean because they did this concept change it brought in newer fans like i know some people that honestly weren't really interested in weekly until this came out and that opens the door for some potential new fans yeah it upset the loyal hardcore weekly fans but they're still their fans nonetheless. At least I hope they are, and they didn't jump ship because they didn't like this one song. And let's be honest, every group is gonna have a song that you're not gonna like. I mean, I'm a die-hard Dreamcatcher fan, and I wasn't the world's biggest fan of Because, but I still love them, and I still love the girls, and I'm so proud of them for getting two wins with this last comeback. But, my point is, I honestly believe, and I think the sky is the limit for Weekly if they continue to go with this change. But if they go back to the cutesy, bubbly thing, it's going to be kind of weird. You know, just, hey, let's give this concept a try and go then go back to that. I think they should keep going with this. It's a great song. It's phenomenal if you have only listened to it once i really urge you and recommend you give it an, another chance please oh now someone's in space number two trying too hard to be sexy number three sadly some of the attitude lyrics choreography gets gets kind of eclipsed by tomboy Number four, it really didn't grab me. Now on to Itzy's Japanese release, Voltage. I wish I had a lot more I could say about this new song by Itzy. Because um, what I have just doesn't do it justice. I mean, the styling was gorgeous. The choreo with the attitude was enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, End result, basically, I mean, all the way around, I would consider this a perfect example of what I would want to see from a K-pop group, even though that this is a Japanese release. So some people would think this is J-pop, others will say it's K-pop. It doesn't really matter to me. It's it's seen. That's the important part. Um, I did find it entertaining, though, the thought of how much work went into getting Leah to act like a badass throughout the video because she's just too cute. You just look at her and it's just like, 
Okay, she's adorable. And then, you know, she has to carry this attitude throughout the entire video. But, no, I would definitely consider this perfect example of what I would like to see. And I think it's a must-buy. It's a great Japanese release from Itzy. A lot of people don't... I don't think they really give enough attention, enough of their attention to Japanese releases oftentimes. But this is just, in my opinion, better than a lot of the Korean releases from Itzy. I mean, I like Itzy. I'm not a super big uh, Midzy, but I do love Itzy still, and this just was phenomenal. It's one of those just... It's intense, but still fun. And I like the sets. Um, even if they aren't real, I still love the sets. I love, like, the, the lava, the colored lava. It's really cool. I like the strut they do. Uh, Leah just steals the show, as always. <laughs> She's my bias, so I'm biased. Just a phenomenal Japanese release from a very famous top-notch group. Just a great release. Still JYP's answer to, to anyone slash uh, Blackpink. Number two, great energy and very palatable song. Number three, outstanding choreography. Number four, of course, since it's JYP, sets, wardrobe, special effects are top notch. Number five, regrettably, and this is a this is a uh, an aspect that bothers me. No story that I've perceived, and, and that's sad because JYP's uh, groups usually have great story videos. The next song we'll be discussing was made for an American television show. This is Wonderland by Alexa. Well, I'm probably going to get into trouble with a few people on this one, but I didn't like this. I mean, granted, the visuals were outstanding, but the problem with the visuals, actually, is, is that it doesn't fit the song. It just seemed like the two of them just didn't mix. You know, that, that was my take. Uh, originally, I saw the performance version of this song and... You know, obviously none of the visual work was in that. But the other thing I didn't really care for it is, you know, maybe it's just me, but for a K-pop song, I don't really expect to have it in all English. Because to me, you know, end result is that this struck me more as an English pop song than it was anything from a K-pop artist or K-pop itself. I just plain didn't care for it. You know, the music, um, choreo is fine, but... You know, all in all, the fact that it was completely in English and the visuals didn't fit the music at all or the song context, I just didn't care for it. This was a fun video to watch, really fun. The song itself was made for an American television show. So I feel like, feel like you do kind of see the American influence. You can hear the American influence. It's not completely K-pop but yet it still has a K-pop vibe. I think that's important, especially when they are representing, she is representing K-pop in the American contest because she's from Oklahoma and she's representing Oklahoma in this contest, this American song contest. So I feel like it is important to maintain that K-pop feel because it is a K-pop song essentially, but it, it was made for an American audience. So that's important to remember too. And there is only like really one line of Korean that I believe is repeated several times. 
Uh, so I would like to hear maybe a little bit more, but once again, it is made for an American television show. But still, uh, it's a it's a it's a fun song. It's a different song. It's a good kind of song to introduce Westerners to K-pop who maybe aren't already interested in K-pop. They want to discover it. Maybe they want to get into it. You know, they 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 feel like something they should be doing, something they should be listening to. This is a good nexus into the realm of K-pop. Now that's a story music video. All kinds of action. It was like a Lara Croft uh, movie or video game. She's got a lot of charisma, a lot of singing ability and dance ability, and looks like she's a great actress too. And I did a little research and found out she's from Oklahoma. And she's actually representing the state of Oklahoma in the American Song Contest. And this that's very impressive. Uh, I look forward to seeing more from her. Next, we'll discuss a solo release by a member of Mamamoo, Solar with Honey. I thoroughly enjoyed this new solo effort from Solar. Um, had a throbbing bass line, and if you haven't figured it out by now, I love bass line, especially when it's done right. Um, but for Solar, her, her solo work has been kind of hit or miss for me. One moment I like what she's done, and the next moment it just kind of passes me by. And to anyone that kind of had a moment where they were thinking, wow, this seems familiar, um, which is what hit me, but then I started thinking about it. Uh, some years back, Solar did a uh, collab with Honey of Exit and Luna of Effects for a song called Honeybee. And that was really a good song. So if you're thinking, wow, this honey seems familiar with Solar, that, that, that's why. The uh, visuals in it I thought were simple, clean, and colorful. Because, you know, you don't always have to have something complex. Sometimes simple works perfectly. And I enjoyed her playful attitude throughout the entire song. Now we're getting into some of my favorite releases. This is one of my favorite releases for March. Absolutely phenomenal. Solar was my first bias in Mamamoo. And this is just an incredible both video and song. I love the honeycomb design, the whole theme with it because it's called honey obviously so it's a that sort of theme i love you know the way they do with her hats and her hair in this was really cool i like the mask and the splitting of the mask it reminds me of a of a piece or multiple uh literary pieces i was working on years ago for a writer's group uh, where i had about a mask splitting and breaking and so it kind of calls back to that for me reminds me of my own works um just phenomenal great a great, great production on the video and on the music. Very talented. We've been getting a lot of great stuff from the members of Mama Moo lately, and this is no exception to that. Perfect sets, costumes, honeycomb. Number two, sad to say because I love Solar, uh, the song didn't grab me. Number three, Solar is my bias in Mama Moo. She's awesome. She. She looks like a cross between uh, Khaleesi on Game of Thrones and Elsa from Frozen. Uh, number four, porcelain masks always make performances artsier. Number five, fun choreography. 
balance between energy and cuteness. Up next is a powerful double A side from a group who is very small but yet very powerful. This is Majors with Salute and Giddy Up. Well, this month we're getting two entries from Majors. And for me, I think they're one of the best groups out there that's just not getting on enough uh, people's radars. But we did get two new songs from them this month, Giddy Up and Salute. Um, with Giddy Up, I love the choreo. There is always something new, some kind of new choreo hook, at least to me, that comes up with majors when they do their work. Um, I thought, you know, the camera work and everything was well done when you consider that the videos are done with a low budget mind. And I continue to find that the, all the members have great chemistry because they're always seem to be very well in sync. I mean, we're not talking G-Friend level of in sync, but they're in sync enough to where you have to notice that. With uh, Salute, um, I thought the vocals were stellar. They're getting more and more better. You know, they're getting better with each release. And I just, you know, I just absolutely enjoy the vocals. I was, I, you know, I loved how it all came across. They definitely need more exposure. Um, and the song has everything in it that I like. And it's another anthemic song. But, you know, I could probably go on all day about what I think about majors. I just hope that, you know, at some point they click and start hitting a stride and more people pick up on them because everything they've done I thought was great. I always love a double A side when a group comes out and just knocks it out of the park with two great songs at once and that was the case here. Just incredible. No other word for it. Just an incredible. They took with what little money, what little resources they had and they put together two phenomenal videos, two phenomenal songs. I love Peon and Pita. To me, they have so much star power. Uh, Pita is really one of my top biases, and sadly, there isn't much on her available to find. She doesn't really have any social media anymore. She did at one point. Um, it's very sad that she's not getting the attention that she deserves. The same with Peon. Really, two great standout idols in this group. They're definitely, you know, the ones to look at in my opinion. But just a phenomenal song, a phenomenal job from both both of them. It is an incredible group who is very, we're very underrated. They need so much more. They deserve so much more love and attention from the K-pop community. They deserve to be getting all kind of wins. They deserve to be on all kind of shows. They deserve fan cams, which they're not really getting much. They were a little bit at first, but they weren't really that great of fan cams. So I really would love to see so much more from this group and from those two idols in particular, because I love them both so much. They are so talented and they deserve so much more. And this was definitely a class A release. It felt like something I would see from one of the big three maybe Blackpink or something. Just 
incredible. It's incredible what they did on limited resources. Incredible. Stunning. I highly recommend you guys check out Majors. They did a double A side, Giddy Up and Salute. Both are amazing songs. For a group with a super small company, excuse me, with very little funding, they can put out some amazing songs and some pretty quality MVs. I mean, I wish I could say more about them, but you know, they do their yearly comeback because they're with a small company with very little funding. I wish that they could put out a single or something to help bring in more funds because I think they could do some amazing things if they had the finance. But please, please, please check out Majors. They've had a lot of great songs since they debuted. Please check them out. They're worth it. I'd never heard of them, but very impressive. Number two, I love the song. Minimalist video, but it works. I repeat, I really love the song. Uh, it's my favorite song of the groups I don't follow. Now we'll discuss a comeback from one of the most beloved groups in all of K-pop history. SM's Red Velvet with Feel My Rhythm. For me, the first thing I thought of was it was like a take on Disney's Fantasia with the way it was filmed and presented. It just had that quality to it with elements of Cirque du Soleil in there as well. So I, I thought it was very artistic. Now, there's been other people that have talked about it in the aspect of, you know, from music and art appreciation, but I never had those kind of classes in college, so I really can't draw those references. So for me, it was a Fantasia with Cirque du Soleil. Uh, I thought the styling, however, of, you know, the makeup, the wardrobe, the sets and everything, I thought it was epic. It was just absolutely incredible the song itself I liked how it was a balance between the red style and the velvet style of sound but it it just was I think well written to be honest with you I like the string sections in it it was like I said it was kind of a hybrid of their different sounds but overall I thought this was a perfect release for them as many of you know, Red Velvet is the group that really got me into K-pop, that made me a true K-pop fan. Uh, it was one of those groups where, for me, they could never do any wrong. Um, I remember just seeing them for the first time. I wasn't really sure if I wanted to get into K-pop, but then I saw Red Velvet. I heard them. I said, this is amazing. I want to get into it. However, um, recently, I feel like SM is pushing them more in this direction with their sort of, um, their sort of, you know, cinematic style universe within their songs. And therefore, it's making them more like Aspa. It's giving them more of that vibe, a lot of their music. And with this song, that's what I was getting. You know, it was hyped up to me before I actually watched the MV and heard the song that it was going to be, you know, really Baroque really Bach inspired and other than other than the Aaron G string in the beginning 
it doesn't really give me that vibe. I was expecting choirs, organs, harpsichords, something big and epic. And for me, musically, it just failed. Now, visually, I feel like it really, you can you can see all the art uh, influences in there. For me, visually, with the video, it was compelling. It was visually compelling. Um, almost reminded me of Phantom Menace, some of the sets you see from Phantom Menace in there. Really cool stuff in the video, but the song for me, sadly, even though I, this was my first alt group, my first real group that I stand, um, it just fell short for me. But it's still a good song. I still love it. For me, it's not one of my favorites. It's a good song. A lot of people love it. A lot of people love the video. It is a very interesting and unique and very different uh, MV than you would see from your typical K-pop group. I just couldn't get into this last comeback. And look, that's not a knock against Red Velvet. They clearly want to try something different or maybe SM Entertainment wanted to try something different with them. But a lot of people liked it, especially, like I said, the, the music video, people loved that. It's very artistic. I'm still hung up on Psycho and the last two comebacks, Queendom and this last one, Feel the Rhythm. Those last two didn't really do nothing for me. And I don't know, I was, I, maybe I'm just expecting more of like like psycho or you know the previous hits i'm just not disappointed just like maybe i was expecting more but people like it hey that's your thing that's your thing all right red velvet fill my rhythm a little bit of disagreement with some of my uh uh fellow K-pop recappers, but I thought this song was incredible from start to finish. I loved it. Combines great classical music like Bach with classic works of art, especially uh, Hieronymus Bosch, Garden of Earthly Delight. The costumes, sets, everything, absolutely brilliant. I love the song. Uh, everybody was used perfectly in the video. I've watched it over and over again. I've even showed it to friends of mine who aren't even K-pop fans, and even they begrudgingly admitted, yeah, that's kind of awesome. We just discussed Feel My Rhythm, the Korean comeback for Red Velvet. And now we're going to discuss their Japanese comeback, Wild Side. Wild Side would have to be my favorite release for the, you know, for the month of March. Um, it was a Japanese release, but it, you know, it was just, it was anthemic in nature. The music was well done. Um, I love the styling and the choreo in it. The outfits were just, I thought were incredible. Um, it also reminded me of Like a Cat done by Ace of Angels some years back. The same concept of, you know, the girls breaking into a safe to steal jewels. And the other thing I noticed, too, is that it seems like ever since the movie Entrapment with Catherine Zeta-Jones, the sneaking through laser lines has become kind of a meme or a cliche. But in any case, you know, I always get a grin when I see that being pulled off in there. I would consider Wildside to be my favorite 
between this and Feel My Rhythm. I'd have to say that out of the two Red Velvet releases we had this month, definitely Wild Side for me. I liked the video even better. I mean, I liked the art stuff they were doing and Feel My Rhythm, but I just loved this video. It reminded me of Like a Cat by AOA, which is one of the first songs that I heard getting into K-pop. So this really, to me, just harkens back to that. It harkens back to the old Red Velvet. Just, to me, their Japanese releases have always been top-notch. My favorite Red Velvet song of all time is Hashtag Cookie Jar. So to me, the, the Japanese releases are always just phenomenal. And this is no exception. This is my favorite out of the two releases. Um, not that there's anything wrong with Feel My Rhythm, but as you just heard, I wasn't too keen on the music, honestly. So this is, to me, more of the typical Red Velvet that I was looking for uh, with the news of two new Red Velvet songs in March. I really loved it. Uh, it's hard to follow Feel My Rhythm. Uh, number two, it's a fun high story in the music video. And three, the song doesn't grab... It, it, it's, it's too much, too much uh, velvet and not enough red. On to the final song for the month, Oh My Girl's Real Love. You know, it's interesting when you think about Oh My Girl. I mean, one moment you think that, you know, they can't possibly get any better than what they already are. But then they drop something and you look at it and it's just like, God, this is even better than the last thing. Um, and as my joke goes, I mean, just back away slowly from the Mimi and no one gets hurt. She was just incredible in this. Um, visually, performance-wise, everything. I mean, just unreal. But overall, I mean, all the girls were just dropped gorgeous in visuals and styling. I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is also the first release since Benny has changed back to her name of Yubin. So it's going to take me a little bit getting used to that. I'm still going to immediately think Benny, but you know. You know, that's what she wants, so, you know, I'll work on it. <laughs> um, this is another song that felt anthemic to me, but this time it had a heavy bass and synth line to it. And it just came through clearly. So I was, I was enjoying that immensely. But the overall feel of the song, it gave me a feel like it's something that you might have gotten from the Beatles if they were making music, you know, during this day and age. I know Paul McCartney's the only one that's really still active, but it just had that feel to me, and more likely no one else is going to agree or others are going to go, what are the Beatles? But anyway, um, I definitely enjoyed this and looking forward to see what they do next because they just keep getting better and better. This was probably my favorite overall release out of all the ones we've discussed. It really is saving the best for last. It was at the end of the month, and just blew me away, both the music and the video. I mean, the music is just phenomenal. And the video, I love how they managed to switch between different moods, different worlds. They use sort of this cinematic style lighting and they go to more of a, a typical MV kind of lighting with no shadows. And they managed to just go between these two to sort of change worlds. And as someone who's into cinematography, that was really fun to watch. That was really cool. 
I really enjoyed seeing that. I just can't. I. It's just phenomenal to see how how Mimi has grown herself as a performer, uh, kind of breaking out of the shell that she's kind of been pigeonholed in. I love to see that. I love the vintage look on her. Uh, she's been really rocking that look. Everything you being uh, with her, you know, going back to her actual name instead of using Beanie, which she always kind of wanted to do. This is the first comeback since that. And it's just, she seems to have a renewed confidence. But yeah, I just loved everything about it. I loved everything about this song. I loved the whole album. Parachute is my favorite B-side. Just, I definitely recommend this as something you need to go out and buy. Buy this album, watch this MV, really study it. It's a great, great piece of K-pop. It's a masterpiece. I like it. It's good. I personally still like Nonstop and Dun Dun Dance. I think those two are their best songs. They went back to their traditional Oh My Girl sound, if you will. And the first song I ever liked from Oh My Girl was Closer. And they've had a lot of good songs since then, but Closer, Dun Dun Dance, and Nonstop are my top three from them. Oh My Girl, they're a good quality group, don't get me wrong. But they're hit or miss with me. Like sometimes they'll put out some songs I absolutely love, and then they put out some songs I'm just not into. And Real Love is unfortunately one of those songs that I'm just not super into. But another good quality song from them. Um, there's been speculation and rumors that maybe they'll disband when their contracts are up. I think either this year or next year. But those are rumors. I don't buy into the rumors unless something concrete comes out. But, um, yeah, just another typical Oh My Girl song. Some people like it. I'm one of those people that's just not super into it. But it's a good quality song. You should really check it out. Now I get to discuss my favorite comeback of the month. And that is Real Love, the album, the full album by Oh My Girl. It's always great when a K-pop group comes out with a full album instead of just a mini album with uh, three or four or five songs. This was an exceptional album. I really enjoyed um, their last full album, but it, it wasn't as cohesive as this one. This one really holds together almost like a concept album. Uh, the title song, Real Love, Perfect Sophistication, really, you know, they're the concept fairies. They, they changed their... Uh, identity every comeback but still retain the thing that makes them special. Real Love is extremely sophisticated, polished like they're saying hey we're grown ups now, uh, we're all in our mid-twenties and up so accept us and uh, uh, the, the video itself kind of explores uh, three different realities part of it is uh, we see CGI buildings and so forth in the background. Then part of it goes into actual footage of them running around outdoors through fields and stuff. Practical uh, special effects. No, they're actually outdoors. Then we go into this complete uh, bizarre dreamscape. So it's almost the three worlds of Gulliver. And, and you know, it fits in with the song Real Love. The more I watch it, the more things I notice. Uh, Second song on the album, Drip, is a lot of fun. It actually is able to 
move between uh, song styles seamlessly without it being jarring along the lines of uh, of uh, Band on the Run or Bohemian Rap. I really like it. Uh, third song is beautiful ballad called Eat. And one of the things I find interesting about that is it, it is it explores the concept of Eden and biting the apple. And they actually explored that way back when they did their music video for um, Closer. But in that case, it was uh, the video seemed to be talking about adolescence as Irene, the uh, matne of the group, is the one biting the apple. And then you know, it's basically talking about the loss of her innocence uh going into adulthood and um, Eula being the the traveler in the video is seeing all this happen. It, it's a beautiful video. Watch it if you get a chance. And, and more recently, both Twice and G-Friend have explored the concept of Eden and biting the apple. Uh, and like uh, Oh My Girl in this song, all three of them say, you know what? We're biting this apple. We're not afraid of knowledge. We're not afraid of moving on to the next phase. So yeah, bite that damn apple. Beautiful song, Eden with acoustic guitar playing throughout. I love it. Parachute, really fun song. Kiss and Fix is one of my favorites because it's essentially uh, the same content as Marvin Gaye's sexual healing. Basically, I affection to heal somebody who's gone through some trauma uh, and what's funny is the music itself almost seems like an Irish ballad with a hip-hop beat Blink is just fun uh, hip-hop uh, with their distinctive voices uh, my favorite song on the whole album is Dear Rose which uh, brings in concepts from the book The Little Prince by by uh, Antoine de Saint-Exupéry, uh, a famous uh, classic children's book. Uh, the, the, the song basically follows it, and it's very fun, and it's so endearing the way all the girls pronounce Pretty Little Rose. If, if that doesn't get to you, I don't know what will. And then the song ends with, the, the album ends with Sailing Heart, which is a gorgeous ballad uh, it and Dear Rose almost seem to be like their uh, songs to the fan. Uh, I, I can't, I can't, I've listened to this album over and over and over again as I work. I, I'm, a, I'm a groundskeeper. Uh, it gives me energy. Uh, oh My Girl Has Never Let Me Down. I highly recommend getting the album. Real love. Before we wrap up, Tim would like to explain why he didn't comment on some of the songs. So we were supposed to cover Solar's Honey, Itsy's Voltage, Wild Side by Red Velvet, and Alexa's Wonderland. I didn't get a chance to rightfully look at or check out, only because I was in the process of moving. So that's why I didn't get to look at them. Well, that wraps it up, folks. Talking about March's releases have been fun. And I look forward to talking to everyone again next month when we talk about April. I can't wait to. Thanks to Tim, the K-pop dragon, and the savage Chuck Loredans for coming and helping us to discuss these wonderful K-pop comebacks. Hopefully I'll see you next time. All right. Bye. It's been an amazing month.
And if you love this podcast or you want to be on this podcast, please become a patron on my Patreon, Only Living Fanboy. It means so much. And thanks for listening.